This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hi, everyone. It's the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. I'm Larry Port, CEO and founder of Rocket Matter. Uh, today, I'm really excited to have with me someone who's going to be talking about law firm operations, specifically about hon- hiring and onboarding best practices. We have with us Marsha Watson-Wasserman. She is the founder and president of Comprehensive Management Solutions. And so they provide a COO to go service, which is basically a law practice management consulting service uh, and more, fo- more focused on like boutique and mid-sized law firms. So Marsha, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah. So like, uh, can you describe a little bit about what you mean by a COO to go and how like a COO or chief operating officer might different might be different than kind of an administrative uh, person at a law firm? I was a large firm COO. So chief operating officers have very, very different job duties and in terms of where they are in the hierarchy of a law firm than an office administrator. They typically work in large firms, are involved in strategy, in lateral acquisitions, mergers, oversight of a whole group of other director-level management staff. So by being a, a COO to go or a fractional COO, I can bring that expertise to law firms that don't have anybody at that level that might have promoted someone from within. And I have a very broad background before I was a COO. I I literally grew up in law firms starting when I was an undergrad at UCLA. I was a part-time legal secretary and an office manager and a paralegal and eventually became executive director and COO of multi-state law firms, including an AMLAW 200 firm. So I've been in the trenches. So I am an asset to firms in terms of understanding what everybody in the law firm does and where there are gaps and how they can be more efficient and effective at what they do. And I often get asked to weigh in on hiring decisions, whether I'm helping them recruit or they're doing their own recruiting. And I just get in on a meeting with the final associate candidates to watch the chemistry and how they relate to one another. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess it, it might be hard for people to understand how critical it is to have this level of strategic thinking uh, involved at a law firm, especially for people that have never seen it before in action. A lot of times, you know, smaller law firms are kind of going it alone and, and, and just working with themselves to kind of uh, see, you know, um, to try and kind of solve some of these big problems. But I can tell you personally, like, um, you know, from someone who I've, I've hired some like part-time executive level, uh, stuff, especially early on in rocket matters history. And it made a world of difference to be able to talk to somebody, communicate somebody from the outside who could help me look at my organization with a fresh pair of eyes and, and, and really see what was going on. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. That's one of, That is one of my favorite things to do. And and one of the areas that I do in my consulting practice is I lead three managing partner roundtables monthly on best practices and leadership and management in LA. And I have over 40 law firms that I meet with monthly to get them out of their comfort zone and share their issues and become better at what they do. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing. And, and uh, as we were kind of talking about this before we started recording, but like, you know, one of the biggest issues I think facing businesses in general and law firms right now is, I mean, it's good news for the overall economy, but if you're trying to hire people, it's kind of like a difficult situation. The hiring market's very difficult. Um, we're almost at full employment, you know, um, pretty much everybody who wants a job has a job. And um, so, so finding really good talent in this kind of environment is, is no joke. And um, as someone who's building a business myself, you know, it, it's very clear that um, it, you, can, you can come up with all the plans in the world, but if you don't have the right people with you to execute those plans, then um, it's going to be a very difficult road. So, so finding the right people makes all the difference. So you do a lot of work with this, with hiring and onboarding. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. And, and I just want to mention that I co-wrote a book with Andrew Elowit, who is um, a former lawyer who is a professional coach and a practice management consultant and someone I work with a lot because I respect him so much. We co-wrote a book for the ABA, Lawyers as Managers, How to Be a Champion for Your Firm and Employees. And it goes into hiring and onboarding and it goes into how to delegate and give feedback and working with A, B, and C players and working with remote workers and on and on. It's a 458-page deep dive into how to manage people in law firms. And it's something lawyers are not typically taught and they learn on the fly. When it's time to hire somebody, if the person who's leaving is somebody that you really have in high regard, one of the things that I always encourage firms to do is to get make sure that they've documented all their procedures, all their critical dates. I work with firm administrators a lot, and I'm surprised that they don't have administrative calendars so for the next person to come in and take over. So some of it's documenting, and documenting also a job description. When somebody is about to leave a firm, whether they're doing it voluntarily or you've asked them to leave, take a look with fresh eyes at that job description and decide, is this really what I need this time? Or have, has our situation changed? Can some of the duties be parsed out to others? Can we outsource some of it? What is the most effective use of, of this position? Is, and is it a position that you are willing to mentor and train someone that just got out of college if it's a staff position or do you need somebody with a lot of experience because everyone's so busy that nobody has time to train and that holds true for associates as well there are firms that bring in baby associates and have really good training programs they, they even bring them in as summer associates and then hire them and they're very successful in their firms and there's other firms that recognize they don't have the time or the personalities to train people and they prefer to bring in laterals that have at least two to three years relevant experience but in the the hiring process so so it starts with slow down and figure out what you need write a job description so that you know what you're looking for decide who is going to participate in interviewing uh, particularly in the smaller firm environment that's much more family-like, the more inclusive you are in terms of letting people interview, the better your results are going to be, the more that person will feel a part of your culture. Um, I know some law firms that 
literally have every single person interview every candidate, whether it's a staff position or an attorney position, every single person weighs in and that way they buy in when they meet, make a decision as to who to ultimately hire. They're all on board to try to make that person successful when they actually show up. You know, it's interesting. We face a lot of these same issues in, in, you know, software development. It's, you know, a lot of these issues are the exact same things, you know, I guess, regardless of type of business. And the one observation I would make is that, you know, I think in, in, and, and I bring just a lot of my own experience to the table. It wasn't maybe, I've been doing this for 12 years, and I don't know that I really had a specific methodology for hiring until about six years in. Um, I mean, we thought we knew what we were doing, but when you really start learning about methodologies, like the one that, like, like this book that you're talking about, Lawyers as Managers, um, it really kind of opens the door to this a whole other universe that you kind of didn't even realize existed, and it's, it's so beneficial to go down this path. Oh, absolutely. When when you are interviewing too, you've got to ask the right questions. And and typically, particularly when we're talking about lawyers interviewing other people, they like to talk a lot and they don't listen as as well as they should. In fact, when you're interviewing, seventy five percent of that time should be allotted to let letting the candidate do the talking. You shouldn't talk more than twenty five percent. You should just be listening to what they say. And, and reading into what they say and looking at their body language and just trying to figure out if that person's the right fit and asking the right probing questions, open-ended questions. That's actually really funny because that's like not a situation that comes up in our business. Like we don't have the problem where the interviewer is the one talking most of the time. So you're saying that's a common thing, that a trap that lawyers fall into? Yes, they do. They, um, they do more of the talking, trying to sell the applicant on the firm. Ah. You know, and we do this, and this is what we've known for. They basically you know, go through the whole firm website in their intro rather than finding out about the person sitting in front of them. Are, are, you, are you a fan of like, uh, any kind of like, uh, personality assessments, such as like disc assessments or things like that uh, for candidates? I'm a huge fan of it, but not prior to hiring someone too many employment lawyers have told me that they they can um, they shouldn't be used until someone's actually there once they're there to figure out what makes them tick and what specific type of job duties they're best suited for uh, then i think they're terrific that's interesting that's very interesting okay well i'll tell you what if your book is Lawyers as Managers, How to Be a Champion for Your Firm and Employees. And I guess if, if you give one piece of advice to somebody who is uh, thinking about hiring a new uh, candidate, um, what would you give them? Um, uh, I would say make sure that whoever you hire is going to be a good fit for your culture and ask type of questions about, you know, in your last job, or your favorite job, what would you bring to us that you learned? Probe a little bit, just ask questions that get at who that person is so that you don't just ask routine, you know, where do you want to be in five years type of questions. Be real thoughtful about the questions, think about them before. And another important thing that helps hire the right person is there are tests, never mind assessments, but you can give people skills tests. 
even at the attorney level. One of the, the best things that I've seen one of my clients did was they had uh, associates do a research project. They came in and had an initial interview. If they passed the initial interview, they'd send them home with a research assignment that was specific to that practice area. And I would say two thirds of the people never did the project and it was clear they weren't really interested in that firm, they just needed a job. So that ruled all of them out and then those that did, they were able to pick among them the people who wrote the best and who were the most thoughtful and they brought them back in to talk about their answers. And that really helped focus the hiring process. So I think that's really an important thing to do. Most firms, when they're looking for associates, just say, give us a writing sample. And honestly, you don't know whether that person wrote it, whether it was heavily edited by another lawyer. So giving a very specific test, and, and you can give skills tests on software to staff positions as well. So really doing your homework and your due diligence before you hire them is is key. And and I just want to touch on onboarding too because that's a, an area where law firms are woefully inadequate. They bring someone in and and they get a quick orientation to the software, the office manager hands out all the HR forms and then it's sink or swim. And it's really important to make someone feel part of the firm, feel part of the team by assigning a mentor to them, sitting down and going over their job description, sitting down at 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, see how they're doing, have a collaborative discussion on how they're doing and what's working and what isn't. And that will tie the individual to your firm culture way better than if you just throw them in and, and they feel lost and six months or eight months later they're out looking for another job or you're fed up because they're not performing up to the standards you think they should be. Yeah. And you might have the right person on the bus. They might just be in the right seat too, or the wrong seat rather. Um, exactly. You know, well, I'll tell you, this is very interesting. So Marsha, if somebody would like to get in touch with you, how, what's the best way for them to be able to do that? Uh, they can either well, I can go to my website, which is www.comprehensivemgmt.com, or uh, they can send me an email at mwasserman at comprehensivemgmt.com, or call me at area code 818-885-9080. All right, wonderful. Um, Marsha, again, thank you very much. Uh, her company is Comprehensive Management Solutions, uh, providing a COO to go service. And she also is the author of the ABA's book, Lawyers as Managers, How to Be a Champion for Your Firm and Employees. Thanks so much, Marsha. Thank you for the opportunity. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.